Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast, our Road to Moscow series rolling along. Ori Benatar here with Esteban Bailey as we're going to be previewing the Green Falcons of Saudi Arabia. Managed by Juan Antonio Pizzi. They are back in the World Cup for the first time since 2006 in Germany. It's their fifth time making the tournament. Saudi Arabia actually had a nice little run there. They made the World Cup for four consecutive times. U.S. in 1994 was their debut where they actually won two games and got to the round of 16, one of the biggest upsets in that USA World Cup, which was a World Cup full of upsets. Remember, Sweden and Bulgaria played in the third place match. But then when the 32-team format came, Saudi Arabia has done less than stellar. No wins since 1994. 28th place in 98 lost all three games in 2002 uh, conceding 12 goals and not scoring a single one and then in germany 2006 stuck in a group with tunisia um spain and ukraine they got a draw against tunisia but then two losses to ukraine and spain didn't help their case at all but saudi arabia is back they played pretty well in qualification this is a is a team that p- people don't know a lot about, but they're playing in the opening game in Luzhniki Stadium against Russia on June the 14th. Uh, at the time of recording this podcast, I believe we are now 15 days away from the World Cup starting. I cannot wait. But Saudi Arabia-Russia might be the least hyped about opening game for a World Cup maybe ever, I think. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a kind of tough to watch although you know what to be fair uh they have some interesting players on their team at least if you watch them in qualifying none of their players uh really play in europe uh i'll get to that in a second but you know you have players like yaya al sereri i'm sorry for mispronouncing names that's what i do salem al dalsawi fahad al mohalad and mohammed al salawi those are all really interesting players they're all attackers uh al sereri is a number 10 uh Aldasrawari or Dasari and um, Muwala are wingers and then Salawi is a striker and they both play for they all basically play for the Saudi Premier League top two teams Al-Hilal and Al-Ali but uh, most of these players were sent out on loan to clubs in Spain uh, in order to get some you know world-class competition however they barely got any minutes when they went out to Spain so there are going to be some possible fitness concerns with this team however they're, they're an interesting group. They play in a 4-3-3 system, which is unlikely uh, when you consider a lot of Asian teams like to play with a more defensive style, unless you're Japan. Um, but they are very cohesive, and these players play with each other on a daily basis in their own league. And while they don't necessarily play against top world-class uh, you know, opponents, they do have this kind of teamwork and cohesion that could maybe elevate them to something beyond uh, <laughs> just a middling team. I mean, we saw with Costa Rica in 2014 that if you're able to play with a solid group, you can maybe surprise some teams. I, I don't, by the way, I don't think this team is as good as Costa Rica in 2014, but that's the comparison you have to make. They're coached by an Argentine and Juan Antonio Pizzi, who's an interesting uh, coach. He wants to have this kind of not free-flowing attacking football, but he wants to have players that are able to express themselves, uh, which is really interesting. Um, I don't, you know, we'll get to the predictions later, but I I think they could potentially beat Russia. I think they're not going to be scared by the the stage, and I even though they don't lack, they lack even though they lack experience in the World Cup, I think they could surprise people. They might draw against Russia in the first game, or they might it might be an entertaining game for all we know. 
That's a, I think an entertaining game is possible. Usually with these opening games, it's kind of a hit or miss. I mean, taking a look back at some of the last couple opening World Cup games. 2014, we got a 3-1 Brazil win over Croatia. Kind of slow to start, but the second half really kind of picked up. But it was a bit of an ugly game. Brazil didn't play that well. It was pretty much all on Neymar. He kind of single-handedly won the game for Brazil. 2010 was uh, South Africa against Mexico. Saw a, a phenomenal goal in Shabalala. One of the best World Cup moments of all time. But then later equalizer from Mexico 2006 is probably 2006 and 2002 for me some of the most memorable opening games 2006 Germany beating Costa Rica 4-2 2002 we had the big Senegal upset over France 1-0 France being the world champions and even 1998 when Brazil played Scotland Scotland gave them a run for their money and then Brazil ended up winning the game but Saudi Arabia has actually played a couple of good teams and actually gotten points their last World Cup qualifying game a 1-0 win against Japan to clinch the tournament played some friendlies beating Algeria and Greece 2-0 both those teams were in the round of 16 at the last World Cup. Neither of them have qualified now. But if Saudi Arabia maybe can beat Russia, is it possible for them to make it to the round of 16? Because you also have to look at, I think by the time Saudi Arabia plays Egypt, though, in Volgograd on June the 25th, Mo Salah is going to be at peak fitness after that Champions League injury. But even if they beat Russia, is there a possibility? Yeah, I think there's absolutely a possibility. I mean, Group A is a, is a real group of life because beside Uruguay, all the three teams in Russia, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia could theoretically make it to the second round. I mean, Saudi Arabia, they played Italy in a recent friendly, and while they lost 2-1, I mean, they did score against Italy. There was an amazing Balotelli strike, which, I mean, that's hard to defend against. Um, the Saudi Arabia team played with a real kind of composure that you wouldn't, that is kind of unexpected considering that they haven't made it to a World Cup in so long. Um, and that's really how you can describe the Saudi Arabia team. They're very composed they don't panic super easily and while they don't have a lot of talent they do have a lot of confidence I mean that's what happens when you're able to finally make it to a World Cup after so long um you know are we gonna see another Saeed Alawaran amazing goal from the 94 World Cup I don't think so I don't think we're gonna get you know these amazing belters from Saudi uh, Saudi Arabians but they could surprise people. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they win 4-3 against Russia because of a 90-minute goal. They draw against Egypt, and then they lose against Uruguay. And I think that might be that might be it. They Like, Russia might come in last, and then Saudi Arabia comes in third. But, I mean, they could come in second. It's possible. It's totally possible. The only, the biggest thing going for Saudi Arabia, and also somewhat going, for, well, less for Russia, but more for Saudi Arabia, is the fact that all these guys play in the Saudi Arabian League, except for maybe three of them that play in Spain, but they're all playing for like two or three teams. Ali. These guys are all playing for the same team. They've played together for years and years and years, not just for country, but for club too. And that's something that's you don't see with teams that are successful in the World Cup because you look at uh, maybe Spain. All these guys are playing all over the world. You have Premier League players like David De Gea and Cesar Azpilicueta. Then you've got your La Liga guys and Ramos and Pique. And then you have guys playing maybe in Germany like Thiago Alcantara. Whereas Saudi Arabia, you maybe have four or five clubs represented. Most of them are in the Saudi Arabian League. And you also have good leaders, you know, Osama Hasawi, 134 caps. And then you have uh, Tassir al Jassim, 130 caps. Once again, Asian and African teams in general just have players that play for, you know, a good 15 to 20 years with their national team. So I think that's the thing that Saudi Arabia has going for them. They play together not just for their country, but in the club season too. Yeah, I think uh, they could do well. I, I don't think they're going to though. I think they're... 
their lack of technical ability and you know they're just in general they're the, the amount of talent that they have on their team is just really limited. They have some good players, but those good players are good in their own little bubble. They're not really good in a global context, which a lot of these players that they're going to go up against, Mohamed Salah, even Alexander Golovin and a couple other Russian players, and of course, Luis Suarez and Edison Cavani, uh, they, I just don't think they're going to be able to really compete that well. I wouldn't be shocked if they come in fourth, but... I also wouldn't be that shocked if they came in second. Like if if the World Cup is weird, weird things happen all the time. I, if Saudi Arabia made it to the second round, I think it would be indicative of how weird Russia 2018 will be. But uh, you know, it, there's hope for this team. Unlike you, you can't say that for every team in this World Cup. So, how many points can Saudi Arabia realistically get in this group? Well, realistically, I think three is the max. Uh, or well, no, realistically three, but. In a dream and a hope, four to yeah, four, four, uh, because they could beat one of Russia and Egypt, and if they're really like, if they're really gonna do something special at this tournament, they're gonna take points from both Egypt and Russia. But uh, they that it's a it's a ring too far to believe that they're gonna beat Uruguay or even take a point from uh, Uruguay. Uruguay is gonna crush them. But uh, yes, I think Saudi Arabia could get three or four. I'd say three, I think, because realistically, Saudi Arabia has the talent and can beat Russia. But I think that opening game for Russia, we saw at the Confederations Cup, Russia playing New Zealand. Um, People said maybe New Zealand would give them a run for their money, but they didn't because Russia had that home crowd behind them. And I think Russia's best performance in this World Cup, similar to what we saw with South Africa in 2010, is going to be in that opening game. Yes, South Africa didn't win the game, and they beat France later on, but I still I still think that first game for South Africa in 2010 was their best game because they were attacking throughout, they were getting chances on a much better Mexico team, and by the time they played France in that third game, the French team had already been fighting amongst themselves, players had gotten kicked out, they were playing out of spite because they hated Raymond Dominic, and no one wanted to play any of that game, and that's why South Africa won. One. Whereas I think with Russia, this this first game is going to be their best performance in the tournament, and I think they're probably going to beat Saudi Arabia. So I think Saudi Arabia could be another zero pointer, like you know maybe Panama or Australia even. But I think they could beat Russia. I think it's a possibility. So I'll say their max is three. If they somehow get out of the group, I don't think they get past the round of sixteen because they're playing Spain or Portugal probably. I think I'm just being a little too optimistic with this team. Uh, I, you know, I'd like some of their players. I'd like some of their friendlies, but I, I don't think they're going to do anything at this World Cup. I think you're right. It could definitely be a zero pointer. And if they miraculously get out of the round of 16, that's enough of an achievement. They don't need to win that the second game. It'll be over. Just <laughs> it's fine. But uh, uh, I think yeah. I think yeah, a zero pointer is more likely than not. I think the 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 dream would be if Saudi Arabia just gets three points because they haven't won a World Cup game since 1994. That first time they were there last three times they've been in the world cup they've never won a game so i think getting a win would be the best case scenario for the green eagles as saudi arabia and russia will open up the world cup we'll all be happy on june the 14th when they play at the luzniki stadium for esteban bailey this is ori benatar that is our saudi arabia preview make sure to continue listening to the rest of our previews as we continue our road to moscow here on the top flight podcast